Uh, welcome back to Stay in Your Lane. I'm your host, John Maley, uh, brought to you today by Triple T Transport, bringing back uh, Louis Pugh, Executive Vice President, uh, OIDA, and everyone's favorite, Joe Lombardo. Joe needs no introduction. Most of you have seen Joe. What I want to talk about today, is there really a driver shortage? That's the question. Or is it a myth? Is it misrepresented? Before you get started, I have a question, John. Yes, sir. Some of the research I've done, I've, I've seen numbers as high as there's three and a half million drivers out there with CDLs. I've heard numbers, there's 800,000 owner-operators. Then I've heard numbers, there's 300 to 400,000 owner-operators. And then I looked at Louis's website there, and I think he said, I think they have 150,000 members. Correct. So I guess when I'm sitting back saying, does anybody know what the real number is? I guess I struggle trying to get a real number of what's out there. From what we can tell, there's no real way of knowing how many owner-operators there really, truly are. We can look at the number of motor carriers out there and get somewhat of an idea. But the problem is there's a lot of companies out there who lease on owner-operators as well. So they're not going to show up as a motor. I mean, like Landstar, I mean, they've got probably 10,000 you know, owner-operators right there. We've guesstimated maybe two, 300,000. 350,000. You know, we represent 150,000 members. Not all of our members are owner operators. Some are company drivers because you know, that gets lost in our name all the time because we're, we were started pre deregulation when an independent driver was just a company driver, wasn't a teamster. And people don't realize that. So, but yeah, so it's that's a hard thing to say. What I do know from my foundation. According to the FMCSA pocket guide, there's 5.1 commercial vehicle drivers who hold CDLs, 5.1 million out there. They say 3.5 million are interstate, 1.6 million are intrastate, and that's from FMCSA. And that's probably, I'm not saying that's right, but that's probably the closest you're going to get to right, in my opinion. I looked for it myself. I wanted to know... And I looked for it differently because I don't want to know how many CDLs are out there. I want to know how many Class A CDLs are out there, right? Because I think right. that that really speaks to the truckload and the over-the-road and the intrastate driver. He's still going to have a Class A CDL, right? Nowhere in the web have I been able to find a number, an approximate, a guesstimate, Nothing, which leads me to what Chris Kaplis says, you know, the trucking industry has a long tail. Uh, he's a rate scientist and research scientist for uh, MIT and DAT. You probably know Chris. So 60% of the, of the capacity comes from the, the big carriers in the country. And then 40% or so of the capacity comes from the small carriers down to the owner operators. I always look at the industry as, 92 to 94% at any given time, what, uh, the industry is made up of carriers with one to six trucks. So however they're leased on, however they're a part of another company, uh, there's many ways to describe it. And that's, I think, why it's so convoluted and us trying to get a number. The real question is, I think when capacity's tight, there's a huge shortage of drivers when capacity's tight, when we need trucks and don't have enough. When we are in retraction and don't need the amount of drivers we have, 
I think that's where we lose a lot of carriers, a lot of drivers uh, in the industry, along with treatment, poor wages, poor lifestyle and home life, time. So is there, you know, can we say there's a driver shortage? As long as we don't appreciate and respect the job that drivers do, there's going to be a driver shortage. If you talk to a traditional economist, he'll say there's not a driver shortage, there's a driver pay shortage. Because his answer will be, if you pay, they'll come. And the problem tradition, I know, Louis, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir to you, but his, his contention is, if you pay, you'll get people. The fact that you nickel and dime people to death, they leave the industry, they go work construction. So I, I mean, that's what a traditional economist would say. You just pay people a living, I mean, a good wage, and you'll have plenty of drivers. So I, don't, I don't know if that's true. Louis, you like this guy, Louis? I think you I like this guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of subscribe to that now because I think it is a pay problem. I think that a lot of people in our industry have commoditized our driver. It's one thing to commoditize equipment and say there's too much equipment, there's not enough equipment, etc. That's an inanimate object. But I had a really, really intelligent gentleman call me a few months ago, and we talked on the phone. He'd been watching our podcast, and he said, uh, the problem is the people have been commoditized driving. So when you commoditize the, the driver and the services they bring to the table and provide, like equipment, and you drive the market down, in the reduction period this low, or you drive it as high as we saw during COVID, because I don't think either one's right. If we, if we sit back and draw a circle around the past five years, say what was right in these scenarios and what's wrong. I think most people, even an honest owner operator or company driver will tell you there were times when, when uh, we, we, uh, we overcharged because we could we kind of took advantage of it. And then I think there are times when they're underappreciated, which is now. But how do we get to a point where we're not commoditizing the person behind the wheel? First and foremost, you, you are, this is all driven by economics. And the problem, in, in my personal opinion, not all, it's first is driven by economics. Then what we're seeing is a fallout from this. Regulation is being driven by this false narrative. For far too long, there's been people out there pushing this driver shortage myth to keep wages down, to push their regulation, push their agenda, whatever you want to say, to make the operating of their company cheaper or better, to cut out the, the competitor or however you want to look at it. And drivers are being used as a pawn. Yep. We Just like Joe said, you know, going back to what he, you know, if you want drivers or there's a shortage, you pay them more. Okay. Anything there's a shortage of or supposed shortage of, prices go up. Let's look during COVID, shortage of chips. So cars went crazy and all these things, these chips went crazy. You know, Rumbling's going on in the Middle East right now, so supposedly there's going to be a shortage of gas and oil. So what happens? Fuel prices go up. Drivers' salaries have not kept up with inflation since the 1970s overall. If they had 
uh, now I'm talking mainly, this is over the road commercial haulers. I'm not talking private fleets and your LTLs because they're different. Which, but commercial over road drivers big, have not. They just haven't. They'd be making six figures they had. I have friends who were making 70 grand in the 70s. Okay. Now guys are over the road guys are lucky to make that today. And we know the cost of things in the 70s compared to today. There's a huge difference. 50 years. 50 yeah, years. I mean, look what a pickup truck cost in 1979 to what it costs now. 7000 7000 for a Chevy. Half ton, two-wheel drive pickup. So there's all these things that come into play here. The problem is we don't have an overreach. You know, we're talking in the beginning how many CDLs are out there. Let's talk about how many new CDLs are coming in every year. There's four to 500,000. During COVID, there was over 500,000 new, new CDL entrants every single year. These people come into our industry. They get used, abused. They don't get paid well. They're told how much money they make, how all these big promises that they're made to them. They find out that when they come in here, the trucking isn't glamorous. It is a hard job. You're expected to work 70 hours a week plus, not 40 like most jobs. Unfortunately, you're paid piecemeal. So the only time you're paid is when you're moving. So the 15, 20, 30 hours a week you give away at shipping docks and receiving docks, you never get paid for. You're missing, you're on the road 200 plus days a year, missing baseball games, your family birthdays, all these things. You miss the kids grow up. Exactly. And, And for what? They advertise, you know, I'm hearing all this time, you guys make $50,000 a year driving a truck. That sounds like that's good money from where I come from back in the day. 50, that's great. But when you sit here and do the math and you figure a 70 hour a week, not a 40, because that's the first thing everybody leaves out. Truck, <laughs> I mean, I know lots of carriers, they've got it to a science. You go out and you drive to your 70 hours, they get you home, you do 34 hours at the house, and then you're right back in that truck for another 70 hours. And it just, you know, and of course, none of these people, you know, OIDA has been fighting for the last couple of years, and we're hoping new legislation is going to come out here real soon again to remove the overtime exemption from the Fair Labor Standards Act because trucking is exempt from overtime pay. And why? What other blue-collar skilled labor is you know construction all these they get paid that's what so you're better off if you've got a cdl to get out of the overroad market and go into construction or something because you'll probably get overtime there and then the same people who are complaining about the driver shortage also admit that they have a 90 i think right now 94 95 percent turnover rate 91 to 94 in their in their industry so we don't have a shortage problem. We got lots of people coming in. They ain't staying. Now, you could argue the fact, and I believe this is true, there probably there is a shortage of skilled truckers. I mean, that's my members' problem. I think that's the private fleet's problems and the LT, some of the LTL carriers who they don't hire new people. They want to hire experienced people. They're having a hard time finding these people because people aren't staying long enough to get the experience. And that's the problem with today. We don't want to train. And again, it goes back to what I said. We keep driving this narrative for these 
for uh, of this driver shortage to try to hurry up and get more people in the industry. And we come up with all these harebrained ideas of technology and all these other things to operate the truck. When what we really need to do is train the person how to drive the truck. I always say, watch movie that movie about Solly putting the plane into the river. Technology is great, and it's a great tool if it works. But he proved in that case there that the trained pilot was smarter than the technology. Because if he'd have followed the technology, he'd have crashed the plane and killed all them people. Absolutely. I went to a conference where he was a guest speaker. Was it, it was it was pretty impressive. But yeah, we need to change this narrative in trucking. It's a shame. Press. There's a lot of you know not only just OIDA, but there's some uh, there's a lot of good studies out there. I mean, the Bureau of Labor they did a study back in 2019. That's a huge one that said there's no shortage. There's a study out there right now. It's called when high turnover is cheaper. You know, so there's lots of studies out there proving that there's no shortage. This is just a false economic driven narrative to keep pay down and wages down and to put butts in seats that's all it's about i'm gonna let you guys i'm gonna close this up because i know i i pick up the tension at times louie between oida and the ata and and me being a broker and in the middle i i try to you know i try to point out the positives of both and 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 understand uh, doing some research on May 25th, 2022, the ATA posted uh, an article. And what it shows here says, for decades, truckers have quit at alarming rates, leading to a chronic shortage. The turnover rate was at a staggering 91% in 2019. 91% in 2019 which means that for every 100 people who sign up to drive, 91 leave the industry. Well, uh, Louie, appreciate having you on. And Joe, love having you on. You guys are great. Thank you, John. Um, we'll keep uh, chopping it up and talking about things that uh, we struggle with, get everybody's perspectives. Thanks again for everyone. We enjoyed having you on Stay In Your Lane.